Hey, and thanks for listening to Englewood, the podcast. My name is Diana Campbell, Diana Dismas Campbell, and I'm your hostess. In each episode, you'll hear a short conversation. It will be about the hometown that we love so much from the perspective of people who knew you when. We'll reflect on our schools, our leaders. We'll describe our neighborhoods. We'll simply reminisce. So as you listen, listen for your name. Listen for your family, your block. These are our stories and our voices. This is our time capsule, if you will, for setting the record straight and leaving the record for posterity. I hope you'll join me in paying homage to Englewood, New Jersey. I'm with my friend Lisa Freeman. She lives at the top of the block on Howell Road. Welcome, Lisa. Tell us your Englewood origin story. I um, moved to Englewood in 1978, October 1st, 1978. I moved from New York City. Um, Astoria, Queens, my uh, mother remarried, and um, my stepfather worked at Ford Motor Company in Mawa. Um, he had some co-workers that lived in the Inglewood Teaneck area. Um, one of his co-workers was Terrence Young's father, which was uh, one of our classmates, Terry Young, I'm sure you remember. Terry, yeah. we would come to the area on weekends and tour homes until they decided to move to the house that I uh, grew up in on, on Howell Road. And then, so tell us about the first time we met. First time we met, um, I was playing outside, and you and Pam Roberts approached me and said, hi, you introduced yourself, and you um, asked uh, where I lived, and then Pam asked me if I know how to do a cartwheel, and I called myself trying to do a cartwheel, and you two just laughed hysterically. <laughs> so at that point, I knew that um, my cartwheel wasn't one of the best cartwheels. And, I'm sorry. Um, I uh, I uh, made that uh, stepping stone for me. Um, I knew that I needed to improve my gymnastics if I was going to fit in. Um, so that's what I, you know, concentrated on. I remember joining the Inglewood Recreation Department down at Depot Square where they would hold the cheerleading tryout. Um, I was so intrigued by seeing the older girls, um, do back, uh, walkovers, um, all of the gymnastic moves they were agile enough to do. I remember seeing Andrew Stenard and Nicole Tinsley for Les Hampton. Tracy Lang, Shelly, um, Shelly, uh, can't remember, Shelly Fletcher. Uh, Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And yep. um, Leslie Taylor, they were all wonderful. They were great. I was so in awe looking at their moves. And I must say that there was no one in my grade level but you who was able to make those gymnastic moves. So, um, you know, I developed the skill and ultimately became the um, captain of cheerleading in my junior um, year, um, and I had a great time, um, you know, in all of the years that I was cheerleading. I cheerleaded at Cleveland School. I cheerleaded in the middle school. I cheerleaded for the recreation department and ultimately um, became a high school cheerleader as well. Well, you know what, that that really speaks to the importance of um, physical activity and, and all the, act, you know, just sporting activity that we did just running around and how important that is um, to development. Talk a little bit about Cleveland School. Everybody in our neighborhood went to a different um, school. I went to Lincoln, but you went to Cleveland. Talk a little bit about that. Cleveland School was great. I love Cleveland School. We were um, we were close-knit to this day. Most of the people are 
attended school with. We are still, you know, close friends. Um, I continue to be close friends with those um, those fellow students. I really um, like the experience. I would walk to school with Charlotte um, Brown. Um, we would walk, and then we'd go pick up um, Adela Morrison. That was my fifth grade. And then in sixth grade, they had graduated, so I would then walk to Robina's house, pick yeah. up Robina, and go by the store on Pendle Avenue, and Robina and I would walk to school. And then walking home, I would just walk home by myself or um, if I could catch Ronald or Lee or Omar, anybody going my way, I would just walk with them. But it was a great experience. Yeah, yeah, and just having that independence to just kind of get around. We would always be walking uptown or, or wherever. Um, I think that's I re- something that gets gets lost on kids, right? Yeah, it does. I remember, um, you know, give, being given a little responsibility to go a little further than Howell Road. Um, we would walk to Austin's um, candy store, Absolutely, which was yeah. Denise Austin's grandfather's candy store on Palisade Avenue. But we wouldn't, we would take a shortcut. We would walk along the brook and yeah. go to Austin's, get our candy and treats, and then come back. And that was, you know, our trial. And then when we got older, we were allowed to walk to Palisade Avenue, which we called the Avenue, or Uptown, whichever way you wanted to, you know, explain where you were going. And that's so, where we would go to McDonald's and we would use our allowance to go to the uh, record store where we would buy records, 45s and 33s. There were two um, music stores on Palisade Avenue that we would frequent. And then once we got a little older, we would use our allowance to go to the rink in Bergenfield. That's right. Where everyone used to skate and go and have fun. So there was always activities and there was always a place for us to congregate so that, you know, we wouldn't be in the streets and we wouldn't get in trouble. And I had a great childhood. Yeah, you know, it's 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 incredible as I'm talking with different people that, that there were that there are all these reflections of activities, things you could go out and do and a certain amount of independence to go out and do them. So you're right, we had a lot to kind of, you know, keep us being kids. Um for as long as as we were inclined, and I think that's um that's pretty amazing experience. So let's take a quick break, and when we come back, um, I want to talk about some special teachers. Let's talk about the way Anglewood influenced the way you raised your your child. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live. You already know what this is. It's your boy Marvelous, the CEO and founder of Marvelous Water. That's right. And coming to a store near you, my own alkaline bottle water brand. If you want to look good, feel great, take better care of yourself, then go grab some of this Marvelous Water off the shelf. You can also hit me at Marvelous Water 1 on Instagram and Facebook. Also, my website, www.marvelouswaters.com. Remember, drink Marvelous Water. Change your water, change your life. I'm back with Lisa Freeman um, from Howell Road. And Lisa, I want to go back to um, elementary school because I know that was really important for you. Talk about some of the, the, the teachers and the principal there. I would say that the teachers at Cleveland School were very um, in, influential in my development. Um, we had a principal, Dr. Um, McLeod. Dr. McLeod um, would truck you if you were doing something wrong. That was his way of disciplining. 
Um, there was not a problem with any of the parents um, when he would discipline you, um, and you would definitely not go home and tell because that meant that you were doing something that you weren't supposed to be doing if Dr. McLeod had to pluck you. Also, there was a um, sixth-grade teacher, Mrs. Carroll. Um, I love Mrs. Carroll. Mrs. Carroll was a great teacher. Mrs. Carroll only wanted the best for us. Um, Mrs. Carroll would tell us that you are on the list, and um, that meant that you were not going to be able to graduate if your name gets put on the um, do not graduate list, and that was Mrs. Carroll's way of disciplining us. Um, you know, that taught us that consequences for our um, actions and decisions we make um and it was, you know, very important that we understood that whatever decision we make, that there would be a consequence. And how did, how did all that sort of wind up being part of your parenting and your experience as you moved away from Inglewood? Um, I would say that um, my development on Howell Road was very influential on the way I raised my son. Um, I grew up around educators. Um, uh, Diana, your mother, and they named the school right across the street where I lived after her. Um, I used to go to Phoenix High School and into the office to see your mom's picture hanging in the office and tell my son many stories about you. Um, Mr. Bell and his wife, they were my next-door neighbors. He was a principal, and his wife was a um, teacher. Then uh, two doors down, Mrs. Roberts, Dr. Roberts was a, um educator. She worked in Trenton. And then there was Mrs. Gunthorpe and Mrs. Sullivan, who lived maybe eight or nine doors away, houses away, and they were teachers as well. So I um, took from that that education was very important, and um, I instilled that into my son. Um, my son was a honor roll student from the first grade to the 12th grade, never missing a marking period. He graduated from National Honors, Honors Society student. And I took education very seriously to this day. He's a college student, and I'm still going to the school to meet with teachers to, you know, make sure that he is getting what he should get educational and academically. And I just feel like education is very important. Absolutely. And it really does speak to, um, you know, what was, what I think was particularly unique for African American young people. And that is a sense of um, empowerment that that was our community and we understood all that we were capable of and, and instill that, um, in our children. And education is certainly a, a big focus and, and glad I had that experience as well. So one of my, favorite memories from high school is um, walking up to the, the basketball games with um, you and Pam and, and, and our Howell crew. And I know it sealed in my mind is your laugh. You have this infectious laugh, and I'm so glad that you were part of my childhood. And I love you too, Diana. Thank you.